Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Canning Horns podcast, the podcast um, in this league that is dependable, comprehensive, timely, um, well put together, well thought out. I'm welcomed by my co-host, Jack Wright. Jack, how you doing tonight? Hey, partner, doing well. You know, it's good to be part of some consistency over here. Right. Um, just just cracked my, my solid gold, my usual, um, you know. A lot of times I like to, to venture out, try new beers for each pod, but I don't have time to go out and get a different beer. So, you know, we're sticking with the old 24-pack of solid gold. Right, and when people are counting on us, Jack, to show up, um, <laughs> we're not going to go out and do this other bullshit. We're going to show up, we're going to record the mm-hmm. pod, and we're going to give the, our fans, our subscribers, what they need. So Yeah, there, there's no questions being asked on if it's going to be released or... Mm-hmm. Uh, is, are there multiple parts being released? You know, it's just, uh, you know, we're not like that. You know, we're consi- we're established. Right, um, right. And, you know, it's just, it's just who we are. We're the CHP. What you see from the sweaty subs is that of a rookie QB. You know, the ups and downs, the good with the bad, leaving, you know, the game in the first quarter to come back in the third. You know, we're here. We're taking every snap, taking all the first team reps since the beginning of training camp. And mm-hmm. we're not going anywhere. We're going to the fucking Super Bowl, Jack. That's where we're going. Are fantasy yeah. teams going to the Super Bowl and fantasy football? No. No, but this no, podcast is. Absolutely not. Because that's where our priorities lie. Mm-hmm. And maybe we've focused too much time on this podcast. I mean, wow. we're spending all week that's a great gathering, point. I haven't you know, about gathering that. This, this information to, to present. Um, and it's affected our, our teams this year. But, um, you know, it is what it is. You know, we're, we're for the people. Um that's and, a great yeah, point. I mean, I, I think just, uh, you know, last week, you know, on the sweaty subs, just, I mean, what happened there? You know, there's, you know, three parts going out. We're, we're begging for them. It's like Friday afternoon. I haven't even listened to SP's part yet, no, unfortunately. It was, it was butchered. But um, while yeah, we're and, investing our time and money, right, into this podcast, people yeah. on the other side of the table are investing their money into fantasy pros, right? We don't have that luxury. <laughs> We don't have that. We, no, 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 and and that's why I think the the manager, the the slut who is investing their money into fantasy pros, uh, is the biggest um, proponent and advocate, I should say, for the punishment because he knows he's not going to be it, and he gets joy out of other people. Um, it's sickening, you know. S- suffer other other people suffers, and it is sickening. Um, so I think we're just over it, partner. Yeah, I think, you know, you can take our words any way you want them. I think maybe this can serve as inspiration. I don't think I really view us as anything but that. Just two guys, gritty, hardworking, set a great example for any other podcast to come in our footsteps. A lot of people talk about it, Jack, but it's it's a lot of people talk it's hard about to be it. about it, and, and we're, we're about it, Jack. So let's get into our positive note. What do you got going on, or what have what's been positive this week? Yeah, um, it's actually coming up. Forward looking, um, the Wine, Beer, and Food Festival that it happens every year in GR. Um, usually go with one of Christie's good friends. Their mom works for something. I don't know. Regardless, we get a lot of free tickets where you know you go to different stands, you try booze, sure, all this sure. different food. You get kind of wasted, you eat some good food, and it's just a lot of fun. Um, they didn't have it last year uh, due to, to the coronavirus. Um, but, 
we are back this year and uh That's really a, excited to go yeah good clean midwest fun right there so <laughs> it sounds like a blast my positive note is actually looking in the rearview mirror um went to one of my favorite artists whom is kevin morby uh went to his concert last uh, week actually Chester. hit up multiple concerts last week but he's one of my favorites and got front row there i showed up early mistaken on what time uh what time uh, he came on stage? So I was there bright and early, you know. Just got Wait, a couple extra how, horns how in. How early did you get there? Uh, it was actually just like forty-five minutes earlier than I needed to be, but oh, it's not bad. Be that as it may, I got front row because of that mistake. So blessing in disguise. Nice. Um, nice. Remember when we made our way uh, <laughs> to the front row at the uh, Judah and the Lion concert? Yeah, that was that was something I'll never forget. They actually um. That was an all-time moment. Band of three, now band of two, Jack. Um, really? Yeah, they one guy left the band this past week. Um, this past week? Yeah, sad. That's my sad uh, note of the week. Yeah, but that's not this podcast. No, no. They can save that for next week. Uh, significant transactions, Jack. Um, fab was covered last week on their pod. We haven't done Fab this week, so nothing to talk about there. Plenty of trades. Uh, drop of the week. Uh, goes to me. Oh, dude, I was... Uh, okay, yeah, let's talk about that. You dropped Stevenson. I was so pissed about that. We have a league rule where if you drop a dude... Um, you have to wait like two days or something. Yeah, well, if you drop him on like Thursday, maybe it's after the Thursday night game. I don't know. Um, I just... There must just... I feel like you have to wait a day. Not all the time, though. Before... Not all the time. Because yeah. I, I like one day this year, I made like the same transaction like three times. Mm. I was like picking up and dropping. Yeah, I don't know. I... Oh, yeah, Watson. I dropped Stevenson uh, prior to hearing the Harris news. Um, really could have used him. That would have won me the game. <laughs> that would have won me the game. Yeah. But uh, I didn't, and that's all right. Um, but that, that sucked, seeing him rumble and stumble for 100 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, anyways, we need to change that rule next year so we can add guys. You know, if it's not Sunday, like whatever, you can you should be able to add guys automatically. There should be no waiver period. Um, yeah. I'm sure everybody would would agree to that. So Clay, go ahead and, and push that forward, push that um, push that setting adjustment through. Other yeah, transactions: cool. I traded Chubb for Patterson. Um, old Patty. Old Patty. Patty got hurt, so that's a you know just a blessing blessing because you know I didn't get my hopes up about anything, um, whether regardless if it's this week or the rest of the season. It's just like. Um, just a clear sign, Jack, where it's not meant to be for us. Um, I'm counting down the days, to be honest, till the season's over. Uh, we have four more weeks, Jack. We're both just trying to avoid bumper here. Um, yeah. Sorry, that's a little bit of a yeah. tangent. Any other transactions? Um, I do. There, I think there was a lot of trades. I'm, do, I'm not doing a great job here because I don't have them pulled up. <laughs> do you have? Um, do you know any of the other what? trades? Yeah, there is one that got a lot of. Um, a lot of buzz. Oh, dude, a this lot is. Of buzz. Yep, I got it. It was D Dog and Scotty. I got it. It was Kamara, uh, um, Kamara for James Robinson, essentially, James right? Robinson. That seemed like a, yeah. a bit of a. That was fishy. A smelly, a little fishy trade. Scott, I, I don't know why he would want to do that unless he was like, I don't think Scott is too emotional of a guy where he's like really wants to win the Heffern Bowl where he's gonna make a rash decision on a one week. I mean, I guess... Rental? Yeah, like, Scott's going to make the playoffs. I would have not have traded Kamara. And keep in mind, the day before, 
I offered Scott Chubb and CAG for Kamara, and he he turned that down. So you offered both of them for Kamara. Yes, and he, and he said no, and he accepted this one. He said no, and then I proceeded to make my Chubb trade with Carl, and Scott kind of scoffed at me via text, like "Wow," and understandable, like not a great trade, but I, when desperate times call for desperate measures, and I offered a ton of people trades, and Patterson was my best option. So, anyways, yeah. Scotty, like, that seemed like a weird one to me. And not that James Robinson's bad, but Kamara is clearly has a higher ceiling. And it's not like Scott was desperate for running back this week. He could have plugged in Robinson or Gibson, I mean. Um, he could have plugged in McKissick. Those were probably ranked relatively close to each other going into the week. Um, yeah. Seemed like a weird move. I don't know what kind of sorcery D. Kirk was pulling over there. Um, I, yeah, any, not anything sure. else to add not, to that? I don't know. I, I feel like yeah, it's just just kind of weird. I feel like you know Scotty's kind of on a roll right now. Um, yeah, six now and he's four. Up to second place, six and four, and and you know he was on a dub four or something prior to that, and you know even some of his losses in the beginning of the year, you know, he had good weeks, so. Um, not sure why he decided to just ditch Kamara like that. So that you know. Yeah, we can actually ask him. We're actually going to talk to Scott tonight, so That's true. we can digress. Let's I did uh, trade with SP uh, for the second time this oh, year. Oh, that was he a good trade. Much all my roster. That was a good trade. Yeah. I like that trade for both sides. I thought that made a lot of sense. Yeah, um, and then just classic. Thankfully, Godwin played, but trade for him the next day. Yeah, he doesn't practice, a little bit of a dirty move by SP there. He knew something was very up with Godwin. dirty. I, I texted him, and he, all he said was, "Dude, you're cursed." So that's the that's the response I, I got. So I don't I don't think he knew anything, um, but who knows? To my new thing, just, and I even did this for SP. Me. He he texted me a trade that same morning for Connor and Godwin as well, and. Yeah. I was going to accept it, but I kind of sat on it too long. He'd already made a deal with you, and uh, uh-huh. I go. But I asked, but I didn't. I didn't see the trade alert come through, and I was like, "Dude, do you know of any injuries to these two players that you're like you're withholding information from me?" <laughs> because you I said that. Yeah, and then he's like, "Dude, I already made a trade, so it didn't wasn't relevant." But uh, that's my new question, dude. He, I you gotta he ask people. He didn't answer. He, he uh, see I. I feel like he was offering those two because both aren't like long-term solutions, you know, like with AB out. Goblin yeah, Valley he's selling higher. high on both, for sure. Yeah, so I think that was it. I really do think that was just like yeah. a freak I thing agree. that happened to Godwin. But, <laughs> I mean, you, you're doing your due diligence. Yeah, not. hey, it's, it's all I can do is ask, you know, and if, <laughs> if they're an honest, righteous man, they'll, they'll, they'll uh, own up to it. Yeah, don't know if D-Dog would do it, but. Oh, um, hell no. We know, um, we know SP would. Right. The the matchups for Week 10, Jack, let's dive into these, and then we'll kind of talk about uh, Week 11 as we're going through Week 10 as well. We don't need to talk about my matchup much, um, except that I traded with Carl. I was playing against Carl. I thought that was kind of a, a nice move, getting away a good player from him, but Carl's team is so deep, it doesn't. It didn't really matter. He had Dearness yeah, Johnson, which was like very impressive by Carl to have the... The patience, uh, that's not the best word, but the, um, the wherewithal to hold Dearness for, you know, two a week, I guess, when he could have easily dropped him when, when Chubb was back. Um, he held he held on to him, and I bet, like, everyone else probably would have dropped Dearness. And Chubb got COVID, Dearness balled out, 
He had a good start in Agnew. I mean, my team sucks. Carl's team is trending in the right direction. Um, we talked about it a little bit before we jumped on air. We think Carl's team is clear number two here. Um, he scores 135, Jack, with A.J. Dillon on the bench, who's now going to be a star, Chubb on the bench, Jamar Chase on the bench, and Antonio Brown on the bench. I mean, four guys that are every week starters. And Carl's, yeah. Carl's team's a force. He's got the name change. He's got all the mojo in the world. Um, sixth place, five and five, yeah. but he's he's going places, Jack. Yeah, uh, not peaking too early by any means. Um, so really like his team moving forward if they, if they stay healthy. And, you know, the Chiefs are starting to look a little better. Um, well, they did last week, and, you know, that Mahomes-Kelsey connection can be absolutely lethal. Uh yeah, I mean, with you, partner, I mean, I feel like we're we don't just kind of in the same pass. boat. We don't need to pass. You know? Okay, next matchup. <laughs> Starting Waddle and Jefferson. <laughs> man, Jefferson, that is. Hey, I, I've been there, man. I've been there all year. Okay, as much as my team sucks, Jack, I'm looking at the scores for the rest around the league, and I would have smashed. You could beat a lot of teams. I would have smashed some teams, okay? I would have beaten <laughs> these next two dudes, Sam Kurtz, Matthew, Meisenhelder, uh, 66 to 64. I mean, how in the world, Jack, does this beat our previous matchup for lowest points combined? Um, not lowest points combined. Uh, funny thing is Sam actually won that matchup against Clay last year for the lowest points combined, but this is the lowest points ever in a win. So, wow, you know, we had the lowest points in a win in our matchup. In five years, and two weeks later, the the record got broken there. Um, you know, as, as two guys down in uh, you know bumper contention, we're just angry at the Juanita. You know, did he, did he even I mean, try this week, Jack? Tell me, did I, he try? Because it doesn't I fucking look like it. I mean, I think he was really trying to just not drop anyone. Um, yeah. But when you have you know the starter and the backup on. You know, two teams, that's four bench spots right there. So he had to ditch a, a backup running back. Um, but still, for Tim Patrick, starting Giovanni Bernard, that that right there is worse than the Tim Patrick start. Um, don't know. I don't know if that was trying to be a hero play or not, but um, just not very not very impressive. No, it's, um, it's DJ, a weird play. DJ Moore, DJ Moore is in the Mike Williams. Um, yeah, like, uh, you know, those two right now have just completely lost steam and are damn near droppable, uh, which sucks because they did so well in the beginning of the year. Um, but, I mean, yeah, you, you can't feel confident starting them anymore. Yeah, it's a good point. I think with Lane, it seemed weird that he was just going to give away this week. I mean, he's right in the thick of things trying to make the playoffs. Um, he's now on the wrong side of it, sitting in eighth place at 5-5. Five and five. Four weeks left, like I said earlier, but man, he just gave this one away. And for the bumper guys, it does hurt to see Sam just pick up a free win. I mean, he starts Matt Ryan, who scores 0.68 points. His defense goes yeah. from negative six. He has two players go over double digits, and he gets the W. I mean, Sam's team's awful. He's he's right there with the rest of us, Jack, where he's he's starting some ass players every single week. Um, and it's only getting worse. Like, I think Elijah Mitchell broke a finger or something this past week. Um, so this bumper race is going to be tight. I don't want to make this it's, a bumper pod. 
Um, but man, is it going to be? <laughs> is this going to be but, close? But, Jack? but this league wants bumper things, so we'll give them bumper talk. Yeah, there's not that much like you got who's going to make the playoffs and you got who's going to be bumper. That's 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 all there is to really talk about right now. Um, yeah. Let's see. Let's let's move on to the third matchup. We got Cold Snacks, our commish versus Squirrel Hunters, Philip. What's Phil's middle name? Philip Thomas Spurrier. Thomas. Is that right? That just came to me, dude. That, out of nowhere. that came to me, too. So oh, my gosh. Be. That's that's incredible. It's like Josh Knox remembering a phone number. You know, you just pull that out of nowhere. <laughs> Anyways. That's funny. Phil goes for 80. Clay, 69. Another low-scoring matchup, Jack. I would have smashed both of these guys. So would have you. Just absolutely smashed. But, I mean, this... This was a, a boring matchup, if I'm being honest, Jack. As I'm looking through these scores, um, did anything stick out to you? Uh, nothing stuck out, just that it came down to Monday night. It was a little kid over Hendy, one-on-one, yep. little Oklahoma drill. What to, happened with Hendy? Settle. They just got down too much? They got down 14-0, and then it becomes a uh, you know throwing game for, for the Rams there. Um, so not a lot of... A lot of action when you're down 14-0 early. Yeah, um, yeah, you're right. Some drama. Kittle got sure. an early. Kittle got an early touchdown. Um, so I think that kind of solidified it early uh, for cold snacks. Yeah, this Start, is. Oh, old old fancy pants is on starting for Clay right now. <laughs> Who's fancy pants? Uh, oh, fan, no fan, fan. Yeah, eight points. Not a bad outing. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Didn't top Dan Arnold, so I made the right decision. But, yeah, uh, TBD. No, you made a one, nice one-week decision, Jack. Um, yo, Dan Arnold's good, man. Blaine was right about him. I'm looking at Clay's team, and Pollard was a good start, but I mean Clay's team also sucks. So I mean, me and him play this week. Chase Edmonds getting hurt is a huge bummer. Tyler Lockett three points. What happened there? Um, I mean, dude, that's Lockett. He's three points, or he's thirty points. Yeah, yeah. This was. Just, I mean, look, he has one, two. Three, four games under five points and three over twenty. Well, he'll he'll so. go for fifty this week because I'm playing. <laughs> um, it's gonna look like a great start. Yeah, and then this week, week eleven, you got Squirrel Hunters going off against Lane, so that's a a big playoff implication matchup. Both teams are five and five right now. Um, yeah, Clay and I play each other, so that's more of a, a bumper bumper matchup. Um. That's a big one. I mean, it uh, is. It is. It certainly is. You know, if you if you knock off Clay, you got a two game lead over him, and that's got to feel good. With yeah. like three leads left. Yeah, Clay. Clay's certainly going to try to wheel and deal this week. He'll he makes at least a trade a week, and then he's got Henderson going, <laughs> who's on a buy. So he'll he'll definitely deal Henderson this week, as he was trying to deal him last week. So yeah. That's that's gonna that's gonna happen. So TBD on on the the projections there. I heard you crack horn number two, Jack. Well done. Yeah, beer got a little foamy on the crack. Yeah, be careful, okay. Let's go to D Kirk versus I Miss Kickers. Um, this was a close one. This was a close one. Ninety six to eighty eight. Um, D Kirk trades for Kamara, and it cost him the win. D. Kirk's thinking more big picture here, getting a little cocky, just throwing wins out. Um, moves to fourth place at six and four. I mean, D. Kirk's a lock for playoffs, Jack. I think he's definitely in a different tier than the the top guys. We don't love his roster. We don't hate it. We're somewhere in between. 
Um, did you did you have any thoughts on on Keo's team here, or D Kirk's in this uh, Week Ten matchup? I want to I want to rewind what you just said. Um, Rachel McAdams is what is that twelve ninth in points four. Yeah. And there are one, two, three, four teams only one game back of him. Um, does his team look better than others? It looks better on paper. Uh, I think he's got some good names, especially with Kamara now. But it's they're not performing, really. They're not performing consistently. Ninth in points? So I don't know if he is a lock. You know, if he gets into a tiebreaker, right now he's not there. Um, I, got, so, I got more points than him. Yeah. So it's just something to uh, to keep in mind. Wow, fraudulent team! Thanks for pointing that out. Um, yeah, I just call it as I see it. I like I like Kehoe's team. Does he have the firepower to make a run in the playoffs? I don't know. Kehoe always turns Ooh. it up in the playoffs, though. So Kehoe turns up in the playoffs. Let's see who's on his team now. Devontae Smith. Stafford game was fluky, you know, and he's got. Zeke, Stafford Adams, Jefferson, like Dawson Knox. Henry, you know? Henry's the third tight end three right now. Mm. Mm. He uh, doesn't have a lot. If you look at his uh, the game log, he only has three games over 10 points, and yet he's tight end three. That just shows you how fluky the tight end position is this year. Yeah, let's... But yeah, I mean, I like his team. Um, he needs them all to hit on the same week. I think he does have potential to pull off an upset in the playoffs, um, but we just, were, again needs needs them all to hit him. Like you know, he can't have Swift go out there and have a dud. Um, the Bumper Boys, mean, Adams and Jefferson, and you know Zeke. That, that's three solid players. Yeah, I agree. That's why I said he's he's got his decent roster here, Jack. He's playing against um, Sam this week. So we're all team. They're buddies. They're buddies now. They're really good friends. So let's hope that there's no uh, hey, help me help you type scenario. You know. Okay, let's keep our eyes open for that. Kamish, please, yeah. please watch the that. Uh, I will say though, I don't think Kehoe's in a position to do that at only five and five and in seventh place. But no, let's just, just keep our eyes though. Let's just watch. Let's <laughs> just make sure. Um. Okay, Papa Partner, your matchup with with Reggie. This one came down to Monday night as well. Um, just a heartbreaker for your organization, huh? Yeah, I mean, uh, we had the practice squad out there again this week. Um, defense did its job. You know, people are saying we have the best fantasy defense uh, in the last five years. Um, held Reggie to, to 92 points and had like a 38-point lead going into Monday night, but he had Cup and Debo, and uh, the old fourth quarter slant to Debo, 40-yard house call. Um, just sealed the deal is quite depressing, but hey, you know when you're throwing out Derek Carr, Alex Collins, Hunter Renfro, Dan Arnold, Christian Kirk, you can't really expect to win. Yeah, yeah, you, you certainly can't. Um, <laughs> I mean, he had loved Le'Veon Bell, who is now not even on a roster, but point one point. Yeah, as, as bad as the Giovanni Bernard play was, so was like the Le'Veon Bell play. Um, mm-hmm. He's probably. In the same position, no, dude. I mean, he could have played any. I don't know, Le'Veon. I don't know. I don't. I mean, want me to go through Le'Veon Bell's game log like you did with Hunter Henry? Click on Le'Veon Bell. Um, yeah, he sucks. I guess he had ten points the previous <laughs> the ten points the previous week. There's, yeah, he got lucky with the touchdown. Not going to overanalyze. Uh, you take that. His play here. Performance. 
Reggie, Reggie, and Carl to me are, are one and two. Um, both, yeah, both I teams think, are loaded. Uh, De- Reggie's probably not happy with me that I gave away Chubb this week to Carl, but I'm out here fighting for myself, Jack. Yeah, I'm out here fighting for my fucking good, life. You had some good, <laughs> you had some good plays, dude. I mean, Dan Arnold, Christian Kirk, Renfro, those guys all performed. But um, yeah, your team, dude. Derek Carr was out, like. I, I did literally the best I could yeah. outside of dropping. 84, seats. dude, 84. If you were to tell me I'll score 84 the rest of the way out, I might take that. <laughs> I might take that. Uh, Renfro, like, sucks to start because I have to start him because I know he's going to get double digits, but it's like he's never going to get more no, than 14.1. The roster you threw out here could have never scored over 90 points. So 84 was like, you know, you were in like the 90th percentile of what you could have possibly scored. So that's a good uh, so week for funny. you. Get the points up. I know, but I mean, I got all my players fucking on the bench hurt again. Papa's pity. Yeah, Papa's pity. All right, Reggie's team dominant. Your team trending the wrong direction. Um, business as usual, Reggie moves to 7-2. and two. You got a matchup this week, Jack, versus D. Kirk. Slot. And then Reggie's playing SP. So uh, that's one versus three. So that's a, a good matchup. And then we just, you got to pull off the upset here, Jack. But you got you got uh, Murray coming back, Hopkins coming back, and maybe Kamara sits another week. Who knows? Hopefully Kamara sits because you got Ingram. Uh, Miles Sanders and Carson both might be back. I don't know if I would start Sanders against New Orleans, but no, I might. You certainly wouldn't. <laughs> you never know. I would advise against uh, that. But I mean, currently, it's pretty much him or Renfro. Um, and I mean, do I want my ten points out of Renfro? Kinda. Yeah. So we'll see. We're we're excited for the opportunity to play the snake, the slew, Rachel McAdams. Yeah, and then in uh, Reggie versus SP's matchup, um, are there there are some buys? It looks like Rams are on buy, so. There's, this could be an opportunity for the upset to happen, but SP did lose Aaron Jones, so he's going to have to plug in a, a, a pretty shitty flex. So something to keep yeah, your eyes out like for. Yeah, he's got Bateman in there right now. Uh, looks like Jerry Judy's on a bye. Yeah, he has no one else to start. Um, he should talk yeah, to you, dude. He's got Corey Davis and, and Bateman. What? You're the flex guru. He should ask you, you know? Maybe you... It, SP, man, if you want to chat, I got some players. <laughs> we can make another trade. And pretty much you have my whole roster. You got A.J. Brown, Aaron Jones, Jerry Judy. I saw A.J. Brown, right. like, get hurt this weekend. I thought he was on your team still. I'm like, oh, my God, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, he got rid of him. I think he came back in, though. He did. He did. Um, last matchup, Jack, the Heffern Bowl, the best for last. I'll tell you what. Do you know the Heffern Bowl record? That would be some, some great stats to dig up. But Scotty, yeah, should should have had that. I mean, that takes a while. <laughs> pretty, pretty obvious, pretty obvious stat to go grab before this, but whatever. Um, regardless, Scotty dominated. I mean, SP could have easily been in the sixties this week. Um, his defense scored twenty-two, so his final is a little bit misleading in terms of how what his team really did. Scotty, yeah. Scotty dominated. I mean, Scotty seemed like maybe he was playing for the one-week win by trading away Kamara, but, you know, he got it. Both tight ends went to Chick-fil-A. That's got to be a first, Jack. Yeah, uh, pretty hilarious. I, I saw that on Sunday and laughed quite hard. 
um, at the double goose egg at the tight end spot. But, yeah, I mean, the Prescott, C.D. Lamb stacks looking good. I mean, he's got to take a hit, you know, trading Kamara for James Robinson. And it's like, also hold on to Donovan Peoples-Jones. Like, you know, he's going to get more opportunity. Like, I don't see a difference between him and Ayuk. So that's not, right. you know. I don't know why you like AU had an okay week. Dude, I was yeah. I'm not on the AU train. So really, really confusing. We'll we'll dive into his mind and his thought process here in a little bit for it. But uh, yep, yeah, interesting. He's got a tough matchup against Carl this week. I mean, this might be the highest projection I've ever seen. Carl has projected 121 points this week. Los Muertos. Los Muertos. What's what's down in the water in Mexico? What's in that agua? So um, Scott's got his work cut out for him. We'll make sure to to talk to him um, this coming week. I think we can move on, Jack, to the manager of the week. And that's going to go to Carl. It's going to go to Carl. um, High score, but also made some great roster moves. He's held on to A.J. Dillon all year. Jack, I think something needs to be said about that. He played Jamal Agnew. I mean, I would have never played Jamal Agnew. I don't know about you. Um, I played him in DFS this week. Yeah, you did. I don't know what you saw out of his five-point week previously. So so he was on the Lions, and I've watched a lot of Lions games because In, like, 2018? What are you talking about? Yeah, until this year. He's always been on the Lions, and he's just like... A stud punt returner, just get the ball in his hands, he'll make a play. And I think he's had, he got like 10 targets or so the previous two games each, so throw him in there. Got it. Yeah, he had five targets for, for zero ah. catches this week. Ah. He had, and he still had 19 points. He happened to have three carries for 79 yards and a touchdown. So <laughs> I don't think Carl's going yeah. to keep him in there going forward, but regardless, you know. He doesn't need him going forward. He's no. But that was that was manager of the week type uh, type moves out of Carl. So he wins. We got Reggie Lane. We haven't had a two time Jack. So I, I mean, someone needs to win twice. But we got Reggie Lane, Phil, Jack, and Carl so far this year. Nice. So very spread out. Let's let's move on, Jack, to the the week ten power rankings. Here we go. Week ten power rankings. Everyone's super excited. Want to know where they're at? Have they risen? Have they fallen? Mm-hmm. Have they stayed in the same? And uh, Reggie just holding that top spot um, hasn't been threatened all year, mm-hmm. but I think going into week eleven, he has a legitimate threat. And number two, up six spots, Carl. Um, now, the, is he a six and four? Record right now? No. Are those players going to be mad at? Are those owners mad that they're not second? Probably. But their team is not as good as Carl's. Um, and I think he's a legitimate threat to Reggie. Reggie, although, you know, has just really good players, has shown weeks where he has scored 80 or 90 points. He's, he's lost a couple times. Um, so I think Carl's a, a legitimate threat to him now. Um, number three, Scotty. Um, we've liked his team all year. He had a rough start, uh, some bad luck, bad matchups, and now he's up to second place in the standings and up to third in these power rankings. And then number four, we got SP, um, the Delta uh, variant. People have called him, rumor has it, Reggie's called him the Delta fraudulent. So 
Um, you know, they play each other this week, good matchup. And I think if he gets a healthy team with Hunt, Eckler, Aaron Jones, A.J. Brown, um, I think SP does have a, you know, a pretty solid team there. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, we got D-Dog at number five. Um, again, team looks really good on paper, just doesn't put up points. So we'll see if that uh, continues, you know, moving forward. He's got a, a hot date with Papa this weekend, so excited for that. Um, number six, we got Phil. Um, you know, the, the Bucks trio is pretty consistent. Um, you know, in high-scoring offense, you get, you know, their red zone threat and Mike Evans or, you know, Tom Brady's going to, either Brady or Fournette's going to score. So um, he's got that offense on lock, and I kind of like it. And, and then Kehoe at seven. I think these seven are the seven playoff teams. Ooh, um, you're calling it out. You know, I am. I, I think, you know, Lane had a good start, and he's gotten really, you know, kind of unlucky with his two running backs getting injured. And, yep. you know, they're just still not playing. So, you know, we'll see if it's too late. Um you know, for and how they will be when they get back. Um, but I just, regardless, even if they are back, I what, do like Kehoe and Phil's team, you know, better than Lane's at the moment. Quick aside, for Lane not wanting Barkley, not wanting in, in quotes, because he he stuck with them all year, right? You could have easily flipped Barkley by now. He stuck through his injury yeah. season. Like, there's, there's definitely some people who would have taken a chance on Barkley. I think Lane secretly wanted him the whole time. Um, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I mean, when he, when he did play and had you know a twenty or thirty point week, whatever it was, that that gives you that glimmer of hope to hold on to him. Um, I've held on to some people I wish I would have traded by now, but I also you know traded Hunt, whatever. Um, so we got Lane at eight. You know, if if there is a, a playoff contender though that's going to steal a spot, it would be Lane. Yeah, um, and then I think we just got the bottom four. You know, for the year, I think it's. You number nine. Um, I still like. I kind of like my team still. I like my team. <laughs> hey, I'm saying I like it amongst the four teams okay. listed in the bottom tier. Um, when healthy. Let me uh, let me look at your team, dude. I I mean, I wonder. It's I wonder not, if I would trade teams with you, like completely trade rosters with you right now. Good luck. Um, while I go through the, uh, yeah. And then we got Sam at 11 and, uh, old clay at, at, uh, number 12. Um, very interchangeable. All four of us, who knows by the end, we'll, we'll see in two weeks where we're at, but that's the bottom four. No one really cares about the bottom four. Yeah. The bumper morning. boys, all four of us down there. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, well, 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 okay. You got Murray. Chris Carson, James Conner, Chris Godwin. Chris Carson's still on IR, according to ESPN. So, you're, I mean, what are, what are we talking about? I'm saying, I'm saying when healthy, I like my team. <laughs> I mean, Lane, Lane would say the same shit. He'd say be first place when healthy. <laughs> you going to play that game? Hey, yeah, 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 maybe. Okay, all right. Let's let's close this thing out with, a, with an interview with Scott Jack, unless you got anything else to add. Um, I've got nothing to add. All right, here we go. Let's talk to Scott. All right, we are welcomed by the one and only Scotty Heffern. Scott, how you doing tonight? Feeling good. How are you guys doing? 
I mean, you're a good partner. You better be um, feeling fantastic, right? I mean, you're coming off a victory in the Heffern Bowl. You know, give us your thoughts. No, it was a big win. There was a lot of talk, as we always like to try to little build me. But, you know, when it all comes down to it, I've always been, you know, the superior Heffern, the better Heffern. That's what people have said, but not me. I would never say that. <laughs> No, 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 no. no. Ever, ever since but I've heard that too. I've heard that Apple, too. Yeah, you know, it's just it's no. So it's a big win, and uh, feel great. So you weren't you weren't too surprised by it. You you thought you were going to win the whole time. You know, I like to try to play the reserved humble. You know, so I don't look like an ass if I talk shit and don't back it up. But I don't feel like you know, I don't feel like that's shit, your normal take. It. I feel like you're normally pretty out there and aggressive, but for some reason you approach the Heffern Bowl with a different different attitude. Um, I think it's a respect among peers. Okay. Know, it's a rivalry because it's, you know, greatness against greatness. Right, right. That that yeah. makes sense. Um, do you know what your record is against SP all time? Are you are you dominating the Heffern Bowl uh, matchup in history? I think, uh, I think it was... I think I had a slight lead in like one game. He tied it up a couple years back, I think. And I had I had a lead for the first couple of years. Okay, so it's close. I, yeah, it's close, but I, I think I have the lead for sure. Okay. Whether I had it before this or not, I don't know. Yeah, I my my gut was that you were winning the the overall score as well. So yeah, I think you definitely. you probably up a couple at most, maybe three, um, but definitely up uh, one or two. Yeah, it's close because we played each other twice. Got it. Yeah, Carl threw out the idea of a rivalry week. I've actually heard of other of other leagues doing that. I think that could be could be a fun idea. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm sure, the commissioner can enjoy another responsibility like that. <laughs> yeah, I think he'd love it. And when you said greatness of uh, you know against greatness in a rivalry week, I mean, I think Clay and I was just. <laughs> I think that's a match made in heaven. <laughs> Good point. So your approach going into this Heffern Bowl, you thought you were going to win, but did you trade Kamara to try to get you know a strong lineup for just this week? Help me help me try to make sense of that trade. Well, I uh, I'm just concerned more that it's going to be a little bit longer injury. Okay. Yeah, I don't like how hush hush it's been. It's been like I said, so do you have any insider information? That I've been looking it up, and I don't. I've been keeping it in track of it even now after that trade because you know, I don't look like uh, a committee, but I might. It's fine. Yeah. But, uh, you know, when you uh, first texted me that trade uh, with Chubb in it, I didn't even know Kamara was hurt, so I'm pretty behind on that news. Yeah. Because so, I texted you, Kamara injury. What, what injury? Wait a second. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, yeah. I don't think. I, I was surprised you didn't know he was uh, hurt, but nobody else yeah. in the league knew either because Mark Ingram got zero bids. So, besides me, who bid $19, and nobody else placed yeah. a single bid. <laughs> so, what do you win? Like, how'd you, how'd you know? Um, I, I saw a tweet from their beat writer, like, uh, Kamara is banged up. They worked out three running backs today, and I'm like, it's not a sketch. It's not a sketch. I don't know, dude. The, no, anytime a team works out running backs or calls up a practice squad running back, you know that dude's not playing this week. 
So yeah. that was right. that was a clear sign to me that I mean I don't think it's a multi week thing. If you do, then I could see why you made that trade. I was just curious if you'd made that trade just to field a good team against SP to really really make sure you stuck it to them. Um, no, well, yeah, I wanted to win, and I wanted to make sure Dylan was in my ear so much about that trade, and there, I even made the comment, you know, I don't want to win, I don't want to make this trade just for, you know, my pride just to beat SP, because I'm looking big, uh, bigger picture. Yeah. Playoffs, Kamara has a good playoff schedule, it's not bad at all, but James Robinson has a really good playoff schedule. Okay, yeah, all right, that big makes... Picture. You're thinking big picture. That's good to good to hear. Um, that that trade definitely did did catch me off guard. But if you think, it, you know, I hate my other trade with Phil. I yeah. felt so good about it when I did it, but I I dreaded it ever since. So it's what trade was that again? Is the Robert Woods with and Robert Woods just got a season injury? Long, you know, just tore his ACL or something. So that's a weird. I don't know. It was Robert Woods and Leonard Fournette for. Um, Antonio Gibson and Leviscus Jr. Yep. Yeah. So I definitely lost that trade. Antonio Gibson's been pretty banged up. You know, I didn't really even know about the shin thing. I don't know. My news. Dude, you, know, you gotta, <laughs> Scott, you gotta get with it on your fucking. I gotta trade with you, man. I gotta <laughs> yeah. trade with you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I kind of knew, but I didn't realize that, like it was a, a break, but it was a stress fracture. I don't know. Yeah. He, he did really well this past week. I didn't expect him to against Tampa Bay, but yeah, yeah, you're you're um, you know, have you been listening to the the Canning Horns all year? I'll just assume you assume you have. We've been we've been very complimentary of your team all we season. We supported your team all year, even when you were down. Yeah. Um, like I'm looking at the week four power rankings. We had you at number twelve, but yeah. I I guarantee there was some sort of caveat thrown in there. Like, but hey, we really love Scott's team. Yeah. Right. Yes, we said someone had to be last. You're not going to be there again. It's just the algo knowing the future, whatever. Yeah, you guys said that really comforted me. It comforted me those dark times. Yeah, <laughs> we're happy to be there for you. I mean, you're, yeah, yeah. you're talking to two bumper boys right now, so we got to kind of pick our horse come playoff time, Scott. Like, I might be rooting for you. You know, I might just pick you to jump on your bandwagon. <laughs> I've had a wild season. I'd appreciate it. All are welcome on my bandwagon. You know, I support. I'll hop on that. <laughs> yeah. I've got no problem hopping on that. You know, speaking nice. of yeah. hopping on, Scott, you hopped on to the Sweaty Subs podcast last week. Um, can yeah. You... yeah, that was interesting for sure. It seemed like from my perspective, I'll let you touch on your experience there. Um from my perspective, it seemed like it was this one big gotcha where D-Dog was trying to get you to say, you know, X, Y, and Z so he could say, hey, I got you and just kind of pile on you. Um, it was, I just appreciated you going on there. I didn't think you really got treated fairly once you once you oh, hopped on. I appreciate that. You know, it was a very stressful time. I was pressured into it even in the first place. So, um I, it was a last second thing. It was a lot of fun to do. It's weird being on that side where you're trying to drive a podcast as opposed to just, you know, being responsive to you guys. It is kind of different. Yeah. I don't even know. No, you, no guess, you carried you carried that episode in my opinion. I don't know, it was it was weird. I wasn't not prepared at all. Like we were talking <laughs> about it literally five minutes before we recorded. I was trying to look up the you know, news story, what was going on, something to and hence even uh 
Oh the yeah, the Astro World no debacle. Yeah, yeah, that was that was good. Um, going forward, right? So we're here at week eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, the twelve Angry Men. You got a, a matchup versus Carl. You know, just just touch on your team going forward. Touch on your matchup with Carl this week. He's been talking a little bit of smack to you. Um, yeah. what, do, what do you see what in your future? I don't know. It's kind of weird. Carl's coming out of left field, nowhere, trying to just trip me a little bit. But it's fine. I'm ready for it. Um, the day of the dead, his team's, you know, coming to life right now. Mm. So mm. It, it really is coming to life. Day of the dead. Great. Yeah, he's got a resurgence. So we'll see. It's a big matchup. Um, I think Carl's team's looking great. Yeah, are you I gonna? Are you sticking with Mike Williams? You know he sucks. Are you sticking with Mike? <laughs> I, I still mean, throw it out there. Jeez, yeah, it, it's all right. No, I love him, dude. Um, I, I, I'm not. I, I'm just I'm looking at his last five points. weeks. Four weeks, he's gone three points, two points, six points, five points. I'm just curious. Oh, yeah. Are you sticking yeah, with I'm him? But I, you don't get it. The week I put him on the bench, he goes off for 24. Mm-hmm. No matter what week that is. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you. He's a big play guy. Just curious. So, I mean, with, I don't know, it's weird with CEH. I really wish I did that trade with you. Yeah, hey, likewise, Scott. Absolutely likewise. It would have made a ton of sense for both of us. Yeah, it would have been sick. God. Yeah, would have been a blast. <laughs> In my myself up all year like that, and it's been tough. Twelve angry men are all angry at themselves. Yeah, yeah your your team name. Um, can yeah, you touch on that? Yeah, what am I? Yeah, go on. Sorry. No worries. So, I saw it. Um, it's just you know that movie Twelve Angry Men. It's a great movie. You should check it out if you haven't seen it. But there are twelve you know members in the league, twelve people on the roster. Mm, a lot of parallels. Numerology maybe in there that I'm not aware of, but that's good stuff. It just made sense. Yeah. It just made sense. And you know, I'm, I'm a little bit of an angry person sometimes. So. Yeah. No, I wanna I wanna say that. All right, so you got Carl this week, Scott. Okay, you're following that up with a matchup against Phil. Um, then you're you're closing the year out with. Um, a matchup against myself. We don't need to talk about that. Um, mm. Any anything else that you'd want to talk about? Just you know, in your your future matchups. You also play Clay in week in week twelve. So, how do you think you're going to finish the year? Um, you know, and then we can we can wrap this up with anything else you want to talk about. Um, definitely minimum of eight and six. You know, you and you and Clay, easy Ws. Yep. Not going to fight you. Uh, I think Phil too. So I think the only challenge left for me is Carl this week, and I think once I prevail, I'll be, you know, win out this season, and have, you know, some respect for all my names for playoffs. You know. <laughs> yeah, you you don't get. I would say you don't get that much respect around the league. Um, just yeah. just being honest. So I think if you make playoffs, I think you're gonna make playoffs. And I think if you win a game or two, I think it'll go a long way for your legacy. Yeah, let's be. Um, Likes to forget that I've had multiple championship, you know, attempts. Once, you know, the other one was against you when I lost. Yeah. Great, great year. So, 
been there twice, hoping to be there three times, and I'm second W this year. Yeah. So we're going. Yeah. Well, best of luck, Scott. We're kind of competing in two different leagues right now. Um, I will put my best foot forward um, when we when we see each other here in week 13. Um, but besides that, you know, good luck. As uh, pumped you came on here, Scott. Congrats on the Heffern Bowl victory. Um, do you got anything else you want to say before we sign off? Nope. Thanks for thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate you coming on, man. I appreciate you coming on this league's number one podcast. It means a lot. <laughs> number one. That's right. You said it. Hey, you said it, Scott, not us. All right, Jack. <laughs> we'll, we'll chat later. Thanks, Scott. Adios. Thanks, Scott.